Hey, thank you for listening to Chris the Insurance Guy podcast. I'm on a mission to help insurance agents getting started to expedite their process, not make the same mistakes as I made, and help you guide you through this process because it's not very clear. And hopefully this is bringing some value to you. And if it is, please subscribe. Please share this with one of your friends that might get some value from it as well. And let's get right into it. Now that Chris's house catches on fire and has to be rebuilt, Mm-hmm. that's going to cost maybe 20, 30% more than what it did three years ago. But I've gotten yeah. no rate on Chris's policy for two and a half years. So what happens with inflation is it, it destroys the equity markets, right? Mm-hmm. Which we've watched the stock market get pummeled. We've watched bond prices get wrecked. And so their asset side of their balance sheet has been impacted. Right. But the claims inflation has continued to go up. And yep. so inflation Not actually hurts. Yeah, it hurts the investment side, but it inflates the claim side. And and again, you, you know, as agents, we don't think about this crap because Damn. we're agents. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> right? We don't take the risk. We're not paying the claims. And so I think a lot of times for us at the when we're at the point of sale, mm-hmm. we're just like, oh my gosh, why is this insurance company like making my life so hard? Like I just want to write some business, get paid. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> but it's all those mechanics behind the scenes that are the things that are creating for us the reduced capacity, AKA a, a much harder market, right? Meaning the companies don't want to write as much business. And when they do, they're going to charge more rate when they can get it, you know, eventually. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so that, that was kind of a long-winded winding trail no, no, no. on the recession question, but... Totally. No, I think, um, I think everything you said there, it, it was definitely extremely value packed. So, uh, I, I, no, I definitely appreciate that. It's probably like for some of the newer guys that are watching or gals watching this, you might have to rewatch and like re-listen to it. Cause it is a lot to wrap your head around, especially early on. Like I said, I did, I didn't understand it at all. And now even just there, several things have clicked for me, um, which is good stuff. Um, Tony, so I guess the next thing I would say to, so we're, now that we're aware of what's happening and like where we're at, what can like agents or what, in your opinion, can agents do to navigate these, these choppy waters of um, insurance? Dude, I'm seeing it firsthand. Like I'm going in, uh, like you said, I just want to sell the damn policy. I just want to get, get the deal done. And like, that's really, uh, that's what obviously protect the customer, right? Get them the best possible deal, number one. Um, and then sure, earn our commission. Uh, that's what we're here for. And I think everybody is on the same page, hopefully. But what can we do to like navigate these waters and try to set ourselves up for success? Because it's just not, yeah, it's not easy right now. Oh, I, know. I know, dude, I know. So um, I, I want to answer that question. But one thing I want to just mention as a pretext to my answer yeah, is right now, what's super important, I believe, for all of us to understand on the agency side is mm-hmm. that the macro trends, like the mega trends that are going on that none of us control, they're impacting all of our carriers and the carriers are reacting in ways that we 
in my career and in definitely in your career have never experienced before me in California specifically where um, a lot of the actions that are happening and the restrictions on writing, not wanting to write as much business and everything, like it's very widespread, right? It's It's not like in a normal market, Mm-hmm. You have carriers, like you said a second ago, you know, like some carriers are doing this and some carriers yep. doing that. Um, right now, everybody's doing, it's like peanut butter. Like everybody's stuck. Just spread the peanut butter. We don't want it. <laughs> you know, everybody's mucked up and just like in a normal market, like three carriers make these changes. And so then as an independent agent, you go to your other two carriers that are doing well and then okay they tighten up but by the time that they tighten up two other carriers are loose again so, right you, know, you kind of like have choice and you remarket and you do what you do and that's how we retain our clients long term interesting yeah so the the reason i say this in the context of uh what do we do is that in the next i believe again here in california the next two to three years we're probably going to see rates go up north of 20 percent it's crazy um that's how much need there is based on what i've seen or read and it's not because of that whole peanut butter smathering that's gone over everybody in the market every single carrier it does not matter if it's geico Allstate, Wawanisa, usaa travelers hartford kemper mercury safeco like liberty it doesn't really matter everybody's needs rate. And so if you're in a different state than California listening or watching this, your state probably mm-hmm. allows your insurance companies to file their rates. Allstate and Progressive and Travelers, a few of the other publicly traded companies. Um, if you don't listen to earnings calls, I do suggest you think about listening to some of the publicly traded earning calls. Their question and answers at the end of their earnings calls are always very enlightening. But um, one of the things that I've heard now from multiple companies is, hey, we've taken 15% rate or 20%, you know, in other states where they're getting their rate increases. So for us, once the rate increases start, everybody's going to take it. Now, what does that mean for preparing as an agent? Right. A couple of things. When you're in a harder market, you need to be way more proactive, like, it's sure. kind of a fine line because nobody cares about their insurance till they have to care. Right. That's one of the, <laughs> the dirty little secrets of our business. Is it none of us care about insurance like that? You don't, you and I don't want to like add a car to our VR auto policy. Like that's not the top of our list in any day. And just, um, just real quick, Tony, that is one of the best lines that I use a lot. I'm like, nobody thinks it happens to them until it actually does, you know, yes. when I, you know what I mean? And, and also nobody really cares about how much they're paying when they have an actual claim. Like it's true. The, the time that you know, you don't want to find out about your coverage at the time of a claim. Like those are a couple of little lines that I dropped to customers. I'm like, you're not going to care about how much you're paying each month when you're on the side of the road and somebody's injured and it, you're going to be calling me just happy that you got the right coverage. Let's get this 100%. going for you. Like those are good. Just real quick. I want to throw that in there. Totally. Could I a hundred percent, hundred percent agree with that. Like, I think, um, and this is one of the challenges insurance independent insurance agents, right? Um, is yeah. that when because the our clients have been conditioned or prosecutors have been conditioned to all about price, it just right. price, it's speed and price. Like that's what unfortunately some of the big advertisers have made it about. 
for sure. But in the moment of truth, in the moment of crisis, in the moment of need, there is no other industry mm -hmm. that actually restores you to the way you were mm. prior to the loss. There's no, and this is the thing like about insurance and especially for like our, our younger, maybe there's some younger audience and I'm 49 guys. I have a lot of white gray hair. If you can't see me, <laughs> yes, I'm explaining my, my look and feel here. Chris is the dapper Dan. Um, but guys, like you think about benefiting society and people, businesses, there is honestly, yes, a lot of people think insurance companies, you know, they hate it. They it's out to get them. They're not going to pay whatever. Mm -hmm. But the reality is, is like, if, if Adelphia writes a wonderful, like auto home umbrella package for somebody, mm -hmm. and we have personally experienced this where there's been fatality claims with young drivers, drunk mm -hmm. drivers, that if they didn't have the umbrella, their entire family financial life gone. So, you know, anyway, that, sorry, that was a quick rabbit trail, but I couldn't agree more on that. Yeah. But I, but I do think that being proactive mm -hmm. in a harder market, when you know, because what do our clients assume of an independent agent when they're working with us? If you've had a client for a few years, they assume, oh, my rate went up. I'm going to call Adelphia. I'm going to call Tony and mm -hmm. he's going to shop me and get me a new thing, a new, new policy. Right. And that's one of our value pitches. Like, Hey, you, we want you for a long time as our customer. We have a lot of options. If something goes wrong or we need to change your policy, we have options. We'll do that for you. Right. That's one of our values for sure. But that's the mindset of the client. Well, right now, what do we not have a lot of yeah, that's choice? Right. <laughs> Right. Even, even though we have like, you have some of the best companies, right. That you represent in your agency in California, you guys represent some of the top companies for sure. So we're, we're struggling mm -hmm. even with the best companies. Yeah. And so that's when I talk about being proactive, what I'm trying to say is if you know that if you, number one, you better freaking be downloading your policy data, which I know you do. Yeah, we do. We do. Like you're, if you're an independent agent out there and if you're don't even know what the heck I'm talking about, cause you're an exclusive or just all that means policy download just means that the insurance company you're appointed with transmits electronic policy data into your agency management system, like your CRM, if you want to call it that. Why that's important is because you can set your alerts at certain thresholds, right? So mm -hmm. 45 or 60 days before the renewal, you get your download. Maybe you've set the alert. There have been basically no alerts because there's been no rate increases. But if you set yeah. it like at 5% or 10%, you can kind of get an exceptions report and be like, okay, hey, Tony's policy just went up like 23%, you right. know, with X company. Let's look at it. For okay. sure, yeah. How do you, so yeah, what, then what, you know, like then it's just a matter of what your process might be and every, there's different practices, I think for that. Um, yeah. Cause also when there's no choice, that makes it pretty tricky. Um, well, and that's, that's kind of where I'm going is like, yeah. When you know that there's no choice and when right. you know that every carrier, regardless of channel, exclusive channel, direct to consumer, yeah. independent is going to be raising rates without question, then it's sure. like, Hey, Tony, 
uh, we did a review of your situation. You know what? Your policy went up 23%. Mm -hmm. We've already looked at all the markets and you know what? AAA is going to be taking rate. Farmers has already filed for rate. You know, Geico's not even in the market right now. Like yeah. we understand this environment sucks and getting a rate increase sucks. We understand. And normally we'd be able to shop, you know, review your situation and potentially have a different option, which when the market unkinks itself, we will have those options. But in the moment right now, yep. if you decide to go shop and leave, that's your prerogative. But I'm just telling you that mm -hmm. the whole market is in trouble right now. And, and we just have to kind of work through it. So when I talk about like being proactive, you yeah. don't have to have those conversations when everything's cranking along, you know, a new business is flying and yeah. rates aren't going up. Um, I, I think the other thing too is it's a challenge right now cross-selling mm -hmm. um for carriers who have a lot of auto they might want more homeowners cross-sold sometimes vice versa yeah. the, the challenge with that is that you you may have a situation where you have a client that mm -hmm. is already happy and put to bed and you start cross-selling and marketing to them and you might disrupt their mindset and then you can't actually solve the package problem right right so, yeah. so so there's a it's a balance like it's a hard it's a nuanced thing dude when That's, you're talking about like renewal reviews and cross-selling and it's interesting because when you talk to different agents about it tony some say like for sure we hit up everybody on renewals and we talk to them and they i think whatever and some say you know what we don't even dude we don't talk to them we just leave it we don't want to wake up the beast and like scare you know stir the pot uh so i think it's just a matter of like what do you, what, what would you want if you were a customer and how do you want to operate your agency and then committing to that one process? Cause I, I think it can go both ways. Like you can get, if you do 10 of those calls and you know, half of them are like, sure, give me the homeowners quote and two of them convert into a policy, but then you, you know, agitated three other customers that cancel and you actually lost one and right. you lost three, you gained two. Is it worth it? um it's hard so that's the right the fine balance you're talking about it's interesting well, and i think you hit the right point and then we'll get back onto whatever your questions are um yeah. it the uh this is how it always goes with us dude um <laughs> right we, we we ramble sorry sorry listeners it's good um, stuff though it's good stuff. um i you hit a really important point though right so like if your main lead source is just mortgage referral monoline mm -hmm. homeowners right right when somebody's buying a house, now granted, that market slowed way down now compared to even six months ago because of the way interest rates have risen. But yeah, um, no, no new home buyer wants to talk to Tony about his auto when they're buying the home. They freaking they gotta move, they gotta do this, they get I don't signing a zillion papers, like and yeah. so your your referral relationship with the mortgage broker is hey, I'm gonna make this as easy for you. To right. get that loan closed so you get paid clients happy i get my policy there is nothing built into that generally about auto and cross-selling and this and that some agents do that as their process but my point is mm -hmm. whatever your process is however your new business pipeline was coming in will mm -hmm. dictate how you're going back after that enforced book right so right right um anyway like that that's a whole nother long discussion about you know how you're setting up your process and what your business processes and, and kind yeah. of structures are but anyway 
So would you say like processes overall, like just having a strategy and a process to commit to, whether it's following up with them, checking in with them, saying, you know, understand. I think, I think what you said there, Tony, with uh, just being like, hey, look, we understand your rates have gone up. Um, and this is something we're not just seeing in California. We're seeing across the country. It's happening to everybody right now. Now, I know you want to probably, one, one thing we can always do for you is shop around. In this case, we got to stay put. We got to keep this, ride this out. And in one year, next year, two years, we can take a look at it again and we can shop it for you and see what the best option is. But for now, stay put. We'll do everything. Make sure you have all the discounts. Make sure you have everything available. Um, let's review your mileage. Like those are kind of little things that you can do. Uh, and just be, I think what main thing is like, be prepared because the inbound calls are going to start to come up with that. So seeing them as opportunities, even to like take those calls because we're going to get them, like we're going to get those calls. And then yeah. it's a matter of like, what are we going to do with them? Are we going to be in, in like with our, you know, are we going to be on our heels and not know what to say or what to do? Or are we going to convert it, take it into an opportunity review? Maybe, Hey, by the way, do you have life insurance for the, for the more protecting the mortgage? You know, like that's another just several things you can do, but I think it's just a matter of being ready for it, you know? Totally. Well, and I think something that you've been talking about recently on, on some of your other podcasts and, and videos is um, if you don't, if, as a, if you're more of a personalized heavy agency yeah, and you ha you've dabbled in small commercial or commercial lines, but you really haven't done it again, that area of the market has its challenges. There are certain pockets that are challenged, but more there's still more smooth sailing.